0: Hello, good evening. I'm so excited here, the guest for the podcast tonight. Someone whom I knew from my school days, actually, Nor Mahnun Muhammad, and I fondly, or we fondly, call her Anum. So uh, she's of a, um, a well-known artist in locally and abroad as well. Uh, um had done a lot of exhibitions and numerous other things that she does, um, curating, teaching, um, having, getting awards and accolades, and now doing something interesting regarding botanical illustrations of um, Malay uh, Malay, a flora, a fauna, a fauna, flora, flora. And um, well, uh, let me uh, say hi to Anum.
1: Hi, could you like Naziati? Yeah, you good? Good. Do I address you as Doctor Naziati
0: or just oh, Nazi. Nazi? will do, or Naz Nazi is fine. <laughs> because I address you as Anom, right? So yeah. Okay. So um, my God, I have an artist, a real artist here, someone who is, who's really, um, uh, someone whom I admire the art. And uh, her watercolors and other art that she's done, and um, um, uh, I, I like to go into the interview, uh, Anom, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. You could also uh, give a sort of a, a background or and um, some ideas about us how you get, got interested in in art in art because uh, where we were from. Um, um, uh, Often, we, you know, it's not like in our culture that uh, an artist, you know, um, the, the perspective in, of uh, 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 somebody coming out of school and wanting to be artist, it's like it's not a common thing. But uh, although we know there's a lot of artists now and artists are doing well, and um, was that the case? Uh, and how do you have, were there challenges in wanting to be an artist? Do you start out in architecture and so on? So uh, that would be great to hear from you.
1: Okay. In a nutshell, <laughs> in a nutshell, I am from the East Coast, Kelantan, uh, famously uh, known as the uh, cradle of culture in Malaysia. So I think that kind of affects upbringing a bit because, for example, my uncle, my father's side, was you know he makes he makes um, gussing, He makes um he has all this um, this craft um, as his daily life. Like it's like hobbies to do all this craft. Um, I remember he was also like, uh, trapping quails with this puyo. Do you know the jabapuyo? Um, very beautiful but cage. Yeah,
0: uh, quail traps bed or made of. Those, uh, oh, it's
1: made of different kind of material assembled together, but complete with like ukiran, uh, ukiran's um wood uh, carvings and and all of that. Uh, but that one you hire somebody to to uh what you call it to do it for you. But I mean, and then my mom was uh she's from Penang, but she's I think let's put it this way my my dad was um, artistic he was always doing watercolors painting oil he's a teacher actually he was a headmaster at the school he was teaching malay language all these subjects but weekends i remember we always spent time doing watercolors with him but my mom i think my mom is the creative part she's always baking but when she bakes like the cakes that she bakes for my sister's birthday or my birthday or she makes like jelly you know using more it's always for me extraordinary like if it's like maybe a cake a checkered cake but you can like the top is like peeling off as if it's opening and revealing what's underneath it's not just a normal butter cake very creative (laughs) super creative or i mean she was sewing clothes for us and you know um, very, very uh, good with her, with her. I say, uh, also uh, craft, and I think I got the love for sewing and all that from her and my grandmother. My grandmother was also making uh weaving mats, uh making her own uh, dresses, and you know, long time ago they make their own uh underwear. I mean the brazier thing um with pockets and things like that. I remember her looking, watching her sewing the, the clothes and she actually taught me how to hem. That was like the first, like sewing 101 to hem um, a sarong. And I think that also made me fell in love with hemming.
0: <laughs> that that will get you. Until you score a lot in home science back in the day, right? No, no,
1: no, no. I didn't score. I mean, I didn't fail. Uh, I, but I I like the home science. I like domestic science class. And remember, oh, by the way, I don't think the people know that we went to the same high school, right?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, um, well, uh, that's how long I know. I know. Uh, I know uh, back into the days when uh, she was uh, 13, I was 15. Okay. but You know, this is how long it goes back, right? <laughs> so I think we went. We. Had so I know you more than forty years. Oh my Yaki. god! Okay, let's go back okay. to the art. Okay. Part. So yes, let's go say, back to you had the same college. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. had Mr. Yakko, who is the same name as my father. So was was that significant uh, to be to be um with uh, Mr. Yakko?
1: Yeah, I think we were lucky being in this um boarding school because I think we had the best of the best of teachers I mean not only in art but I remember like the chemistry class was interesting biology was interesting physics was interesting these are all the subjects that actually doesn't interest me but they make it so exciting like I remember physics Mr Nathan you know um, I, I know I was always looking forward to go to physics class I mean, same with um, taking art class. Uh because at that time we had to pick whether we take religion or art for our um, SPM or oh, no LCE and SPM.
0: Yes, yes. What's
1: LCE? Lower, uh, lower.
0: It's like something examination, right? Yeah, it's when like when we're from three mid high high school, and Correct. for those who are from different kind globally listening to us, it's like. Uh, O-level, uh, uh, no, then uh, it's O-level, uh, SPM, SPM is O-level, then after that A-level, right? So yeah. um, um, So art- my choice for
1: the form three was already to take art. Um, so I think there were like 10 of us in the art class from let's say a class of like 30 students, right? Each class has like around 30 students. Um. So from all the different classes, um, there's like 10 of us in the art department. And um Cheyakub would to, uh introduce us how to do batik, proper tooling, Lino Cut, um, and then later he would take us out. You know how difficult it is to get out of our boarding school, right? It's like double security and all that. But somehow, I don't know how he got the permit to bring us girls, 10 girls out and visit all these um brick kiln so we could see the process of how they burn uh, uh all these bricks and later we would use this kiln to burn our ceramic for the, for the exams. so yeah we did ceramic where we had to go and find our own, uh, clay i still remember like in the class we were like mixing the clay and you know uh, uh what you call it straining it and then uh making all this uh, uh, learning how to use the potter's wheel and then for the form five I remember the project the exam question was you're supposed to do a either a sculpture or a salt um, a salt bowl or oh, container a salt container And I remember that so vividly because I didn't realize it until later that that was quite a good. Uh, container that I did it was um kind of like a quite a large container um and it I sort of uh, used uh, what do you call it slip clusting um and uh after that sort of carved like a Japanese looking guy I think I took from some Japanese woodcut so and he's looking angry so instead of saying garam, I put garam. <laughs> I was playing with the words. And I was like, where is that part? Because I would like to have it back. Or maybe I should do another one and recreate. I, I yeah, you, remember could what
0: I it, but... you could do another one. You could. No, you only considered art uh, to, to be an artist. You never considered architecture or anything else, did you? When you... Mm,
1: no, at that time, we, we took art only as a subject, you're not thinking about career yet. Yes. And then remember we had career day where all this like, you know, the who's who women came and gave us like uh, advice, uh, career advice and all that. But I, do, I didn't think there was any architect that came and talked to us. There was a lot of like business woman or doctors, um, lawyers, doctors, lawyers <laughs> but no, no artists. And I wasn't thinking of um, being an artist because that wasn't offered as part of a scholarship that we were offered. What, what, what so you offered. anyway, how were you thinking of? Fast forward. Huh? What,
0: okay, go on. Fast forward.
1: Okay. Fast forward, SPM, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, did very well or sort of. Um, and then I was offered to either do law because I was in the debate society, remember? Mm. And then or do architecture. Mm-hmm. And what happened was I went to visit my brother. You know my brother, right? Yes, come on. <laughs> At UTM. And then I said, oh, but that's a pretty cute taking well? architecture. And huh?
0: Yeah huh? in UTM, do you visit me as well?
1: I don't know, maybe because somehow we always somehow Chris did you go to Brighton too with him? No, I, w- I was in Leicester. Okay. Oh, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> we, we won't visit that one. Okay, you wanted, you were thinking of doing architecture. Did you? Actually- no, it was, it was
1: a choice between architecture or law. Ah. But anyway, so then I went to see, and somehow when I went to see the studio and all that, it looks more interesting. I didn't uh, get that feel from like the lawyers that came for our oh. uh, career guidance, you know. Just like you have to go every day and read a book in a library, which is like great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, going for the interviews. Remember, we had like different uh, scholarship blah 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 interviews. So for the architecture one, I kind of copied the way my brother was drawing because I kind of like, you know, saw how he drew lines like cross each other and things like that. And I think, uh, they they kind of got impressed with that. I said, oh, they easily impressed. <laughs> <laughs> i drew the, the i still remember i drew the clock tower of the kota Baru runabout the one with the four pelando but now the pelando has been taken away the canchail oh. i mean yeah oh. the golden the golden kancheo or kijang well, somebody needs to <laughs> fact check this one okay but Anyway, there's four animals, but it's figurative, so they took it away. Now, nah, now nah, it's not there anymore. But anyway, so the tower, um, I, kinda, I still remember the, the drawing. And I think they were like, ooh, she can draw. <laughs> yeah. And then so that's how I ended up going to the States uh, to study architecture.
0: Okay. At Oklahoma State University. Oklahoma State University? Okay. Because I, I just needed to know whether you did architecture, just to verify that, because eventually mm-hmm. you did fine arts at in yes. Germany. So yes. uh, with those two things there, uh, you decided you eventually became uh, an artist, not an architect. However, you, um, you, you know, uh, this is the topic going back to this topic of architects are artists. So, okay. Um, wow. Well, wow. Well, agree or uh, disagree?
1: Agree, agree. Or oh, artists can also be architects, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because Lopesian said that some artists can be architects, depending mm. on who they deal with the site context and the people. You know, there is these two things going on. Anyway, that was my opinion. Well, my
1: interest in architecture uh, didn't uh, go away. In fact, it kind of really influenced my way of thinking, I think. Because um, when I went to Berlin, um, my partner, who I fell in love with, that was the reason why I went to Berlin, he's an architect. And so when we were in Berlin, you know, we go around, look at all this amazing building in Berlin and I remember I kind of fell in love with Miss Van der Rohe's building at the New National uh, the new National Gallery in Berlin. Before that, you know, during our uh, I mean, architecture history, you just hear and you see pictures. You can't really relate to the space but now you're, you're kind of there and you see the buildings and you see like, oh my God, that's like, I don't know how many tons of uh, worth of steel but the roof like it's floating it's all in the detail you know where the where the column meets the roof there's like a little ball or something like that and it just makes the roof look super light it's
0: Miss Van der Rohe's building
1: yeah oh. New National Gallery
0: hmm.
1: Google that <laughs> no, and I'm, then nearby I nearby the is Hans Charun's building the Philharmonie yes. so I went you know of course I went to go and listen to concert and Just amazing. So all this, like, it's sort of sensorial experience, I think.
0: Sensorial?
1: Uh, Yes, because the space, um, the way it was designed uh, acoustically, like the placing, like wherever you see it, like the sound is still very good, supposedly.
0: Then at that point, you you really appreciate architecture in
1: in Germany. No, at that point, I realised if I want to study architecture, I better travel a lot and see all these buildings that mentioned in architecture history there's no comparison and just you know you know how it is in school just see slideshow of buildings and then you could only appreciate it aesthetically, maybe from a photo or a slide that the professor showed you. You couldn't go and travel uh, to study buildings. If you well, want. when I was when I was in Oklahoma, no, because Oklahoma is in the middle oh, of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I recall <laughs> that.
0: Just like when I studied in uh, University of Technology in Malaysia or even Leicester Polytechnic, well, at least I I, I I had a very good art art history uh, architecture history lecturer who took us everywhere. And you're right. Mm. That, that does wonders for one's um, one's understanding of the sensorial presence of architecture. Yeah,
1: the yeah. to be in the actual building. I mean, uh, later when I was studying art, when we did um, art history, I also took architecture history. So we get to visit all these buildings, like in Rome and Florence and all that. And it was like super amazing. You know, you're doing your paper about the. I had to do paper on the Trajan's Column. And you're basically doing the paper in front of the building itself or the the column itself. There's no comparison than doing a slideshow presentation in, you know, lecture hall, basically. Anyway, back to the architecture part. So how it influenced me as an artist, not only uh, at that time, I wasn't planning to go into art school. I was thinking... I still want to study architecture because they have a good architecture school in Berlin, which is the Technical University. Mm -hmm. And um, through my partner, I got to know other architects. So my my friends in Berlin were like a bunch of architects, basically, not artists. And so I tried to apply, but I had problem for them recognizing our SPM, um, what do you call it? certificate so I find it a bit like not weird but I think the states recognize it but somehow at that time Germany and Malaysia didn't have I don't know uh, oh, what you call it that's not good uh, kerjasama <laughs> or oh, they didn't recognize it they recognized our high school blah 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 as a real schule which is kind of like for technical uh, schools only anyway So, but it's okay because I was already working um, part-time. I was helping out. There's this architecture office. Um, He asked me to do like watercolors for the buildings uh, for presentation. So that was a bit of my part-time job. Besides, um, I was also working as a cleaning lady for my friends. (laughs) And most of them are architects. And um I remember when I cleaned their house, I would, you know, like arrange also the interior, did some interior decorating or cleaning. I think they like that. Surprising,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, you know, like change the order of the organization of their books or the library, things
0: like that. the classical or in some order or compositions. You, you well, classical Are you like, looking... for
1: example, no, 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 like for example, they they have these books in the library on the shelf. So either I try to make sense of it. So either I arrange it according to color or alphabetical <laughs> or interest. I didn't want <laughs> to do it. I was going for the aesthetic. I wasn't going for you know the Dewey system or whatever.
0: So there was anyway. This interest in watercolour, you were doing part-time uh, illustrations, yeah, for architecture.
1: Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get paid in art materials because I was always drawing. I think that was nurtured since small for my father.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I was always doing drawings. Mm. And I remember I was always doing drawings of flowers. So um, when I was doing these watercolours or uh, illustration for these architects, I um, one of them was for uh, Bureau Mueller, and they were liaising with uh, John Haydock for the project in Kreuzberg. So did some watercolors for John Haydock. So, hey, brush with things. Oh, hey,
0: hey, Wait, wait. Uh, so, um, like Paul Nixon mentioned, he, he, he studied mm. architecture, and he said that he doesn't have the fundamentals, or he doesn't know how to do figure drawings um so he, that's why he, he looked he the the things that he's explored in art is less uh, with figures and stuff like that uh, or sculpture mm. installation so um mm. so you coming up from architecture but you had this Klantanis um and you have a background and you can draw figures so was it natural for you to to go into fine arts and graduating in fine arts from from brownstone
1: I would say yes and no. Okay, let me get into that. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> um, Okay, so anyway, architecture, blah, blah, blah. But hanging around with all these architects, also it kind of made me realise about tiles, strangely enough. You know, they were chatting away, talking about, oh, did you see the tiles in the bathroom at the New National Gallery? And then that was when before something that I completely ignore, suddenly all this kind of thing, you know, like I would go to the National Gallery of, uh, I mean, the, the Miss Van Der Rohe building and go to the bathroom and look at how they do the tiles. So we're thinking maybe Miss Van Der Rohe designed it from the toilet up because the tiles are all not cut. It's perfect, you know, like complete with the, what do you call it, Fugen in German, in between the tiles. What do you call that? The groove. Oh. Yes, the groove. So uh, even when the the, the 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 plumbing comes out like in the middle of something so you don't need to cut tiles and it ends perfectly. So everything so he must have used a grid system with a with a fugan between. <laughs> so now I mean since then all buildings I go to I'll look up for the tiles, like the toilet tiles. I'm like always on the watch out for the toilet. <laughs> okay, I'm going to so that, that started an obsession. And later <laughs>
0: until, I, comes I, until now, right? It's, it's, huh? Yes, until it, now.
1: It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I blame it on them. And also, um I think the the part of being in Europe and then like seeing all this work and traveling and looking at all this artwork, blah blah blah. And everything was interconnected, architecture and art, you know, in Europe. Like, you know, you have a building and you have the murals and blah, blah, and things like that. And then, you know, you go to Florence and the architects are artists, the artists are architects. So there's not a big uh, divide.
0: Okay. It looks like you embody the spirit of the artist, architect, and the architect, artist, and that you don't see it as as something that's, you, you, whether you decided to be an artist, you still have that architect in you. I mean, yeah, is that correct. Before we go into the what you think about architecture, I'm going to is it okay for me to conclude the part one? This is going to be okay. Okay. Go for part two, which could be for fifteen or twenty minutes. Oh, the journey
1: to be an artist. How did I become? um... Could you conclude the journey to be an artist? uh, Okay.
0: This part one first. Yes.
1: Okay. So, um, after like just doing everything, cleaning house traveling, looking at buildings, blah, blah, blah. Having a good time, actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because uh, at that time, Euro was euro was cheap. I mean, I, mean, I could live on minimum wage mm-hmm. uh, because um, somehow, like, even all the museums and all that were free for public. And um, I think later it came about that, you know, you have to pay for everything. Anyway, at a certain point, my visa, tourist visa, kind of got the attention of the foreign police. And they told me to apply for a proper visa. So a friend of mine was say, hey, why don't you apply for an art school? Because I couldn't apply for an architecture school. Right. Um, because... Um, and art school, they don't need all this. Uh, they call it Anakanon, good shine Anakanon. So they to recognize your CJL, yeah. you yeah, know, your your certificate. All you have to do is uh, submit a portfolio. So it all depends on your portfolio. So I have all these drawings. And um, so I prepared a portfolio. And then they kind of have a day where you sort of like, you could present your portfolio. They could like preview it and give advice. Anyway, so I went to this place, and little did I know that everybody in Germany wanted to study art. <laughs> 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 I think there were like a thousand people wants to you know apply for like I think a place like forty students. This was in Braunschweig. Yeah, Braunschweig. I mean in Berlin, let alone I think like million. <laughs> to it. <laughs> but branch was suggested for me because um my very good friend uh is teaching architecture there mm. so he was talking about you know the school's very good blah 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 and uh, he knew some of the professors there and he mentioned names and i know some of the artists who's teaching there so i was interested so uh so when i went for the portfolio preview and then I noticed like some of the kids that were before me, they got scolded because they were already giving portfolio of them being an artist. So what's the point of coming to an art school when you're already an artist? You already found your stuff. <laughs> and then they were quite honest and let's say brutally honest. And they were like some tears. I, I know a few people cried and I was like, it was a scary experience, let's put it that way. Hmm. So I decided not to show my portfolio to them. I just, you know, sent aside. Takut, takut.
0: <laughs> oh dear. So
1: I went back and I realised, oh, maybe I just have to do like, so, sort of like basic drawings hmm. in a way. Uh-huh. So I did figure drawings. And then if I do paintings, I do like, you know, warm colour studies, uh, still life, like stupid things like that. <laughs> <laughs> you have so to- no need to show no need to show your artistic temperament that one you do it later in your third semester or something yes 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 so they just want to know whether you have skill or not you know
0: what do you learn in, in fine art school i mean well i mean you you already like know how to do art then what what, what do you learn on well t- well okay so when when
1: when you when i go there you know then i got accepted Then you have to go for an exam like three-day exam practical them and then uh, there was an interview I think the scariest part was the interview because you have all these professors I remember my knees were like really knocking each other. <laughs> <laughs> <So mean. laughs> because you see all these oh, big names uh, oh no, it's so scary anyway so I got accepted so that was good and then so the first year you take the foundation where you kind of have to do a lot of, like, all these classes, like metal work or work, oh, yes. and then, um, yeah. But, uh, so, they they put us with, under a professor that's kind of, like, has a portfolio that, you know, let's say my professor, Johannes Bruce, was somebody, not only he's a good photographer, he's also a painter, but he's also, uh, he does sculpture. So, kind of like, a wide area, covers wide area of the visual arts. So, that was good, because I remember... Every two weeks, there'll be like quiz session. If you have something to show, you show. If you don't, you don't. It's not compulsory. Basically, it's all out of your own effort. So basically, they kind of throw you into water and you just swim. And if you're drowning, maybe they pull you out. Maybe
0: (laughs) drowning. Maybe stick there. Grab it. So yes.
1: So I was showing things from different kind of styles, basically. So, but having a professor that's kind of like knowledgeable, he would sort of channel you into, okay, maybe you should look into, at that time there was no internet, right? No Instagram. So go to the library, go through all the books that, uh, the monograph of the artist and then pick up the books that you like, the artists that you like. And then so after that, he could narrow it down or he would like say, okay, you should look at this artist or that artist when he sees my work, you know, at which direction I should go. So that was for me that's a very good advice. I, like I how they cool,
0: hmm? oh, you don't talk a lot. You just draw, right? I mean, is there a lot of critique and and things like that?
1: Not a lot of critique. Maybe the critique would be like, it depends on the lecturer. Uh mine my, my lecturer later when I went into like after you finish your foundation. You, you have like a portfolio of work, then you have to apply to go into a certain lecturer, specific lecturer's mm. um, class. So whether he, he, he will accept you or not, so all depends. If he doesn't accept you, then that means you don't have a class, that means, you know, you're out. Mm. So I went to Professor Arvind Gorella because I like his paintings. He's a bit of a socialist. I think I, I'm a bit of an anarchist, so closet anarchist. <laughs> okay, okay, close it now. <laughs> well, <that one> <laughs> and so uh, he's a painter, so I chose a painting class. But when I was doing the foundation, I also took ceramic photography. And I kind of like photography, but more uh, being in a dark room. And I think the professor, the photography professor, wanted me to take up photography as uh, the main course. So I was torn between painting or photography, but in the end, I decided uh, to take painting for whatever
0: reason. So I would like to yeah. conclude the first part, which is like the history, uh, or your story of your journey to the to the fine art school. Eventually, yeah, architecture, yeah. And Fine arts. And um, bearing in mind, suddenly I have this idea of the Bauhaus. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And how Bauhaus could influence architecture because of, you know, what you said. Uh, I don't know. Somehow I got inspired by what you said and think about the Bauhaus. So I'm going to end it there, the first part, and then uh, just stop the recording and we will start with the second part. Thank you, Anam. Okay.